Love and Light. This is Healthy Talk Show recording November 16th, 2020. I'm Robert. And I'm Marissa. And we're joined by our sister Alyssa once more, once again, to review some Bible scripture that she sent to us. Thank you so much, Alyssa. You're welcome. Welcome. These are good ones. These are, well, the whole book, it's the good book. It's, you know, it's God's book, but let's start with Psalm 25. Marissa has to take her wheel over here. Here. Sorry, I put a lot of stuff in your way. <laughs> this is a, and there's a water cup Hang over on, there. I can't I reach the wheel at all. I got you. That's why we need, that's why we need a, we need a wireless trackball. Is this the wheel you're looking for? Oh, oh it's not the wheel. <laughs> oh, it's not the wheel you're looking for? <laughs> this is great. It's a great video podcast, everybody. All We're right. on Twitch. We're on Twitch. All right, Psalms 25. Need to get into a position where I can see my book and read at the same time. Always a challenge. Unto thee, O Lord my God, I lift up my heart. In thee I trust, do not put me to shame. Let not my enemies exult over me. No man who hopes in thee is put to shame, but shame comes to all who break faith without cause. Make thy paths known to me, O Lord. Teach me thy ways. Lead me in thy truth and teach me. Thou art God my Savior. For thee I have waited all the day long. For the coming of thy goodness, Lord. Remember, Lord, thy tender care and thy love unfailing, shown from ages past. Do not remember the sins and offenses of my youth. But remember me in thy unfailing love. The Lord is good and upright. Therefore he teaches sinners the way they should go. He guides the humble man in doing right. He teaches the humble his ways. All the ways of the Lord are loving and sure. To men who keep his covenant and his charge. For the honor of thy name, O Lord, forgive my wickedness, great as it is. If there is any man who fears the Lord, he shall be shown the path that he should choose. He shall enjoy lasting prosperity, and his children after him shall inherit the land. The Lord confides his purpose to those who fear him, and his covenant is theirs to know. My eyes are ever on the Lord, who alone can free my feet from the net. Turn to me and show me thy favor, for I am lonely and oppressed. Relieve the sorrows of my heart and bring me out of my distress. Look at my misery and my trouble and forgive me every sin. Look at my enemies, see how many they are, and how violent their hatred for me. Defend me and deliver me. Do not put me to shame when I take refuge in thee. Let integrity and uprightness protect me, for I have waited for thee, O Lord. O God, redeem Israel for all his sorrows. Amen. Amen. All right. Beautiful. Psalms 25. Love it. What do you have to say about that, Marissa? Do you have anything on that? Yeah, it's a beautiful psalm. Yeah. Because it mentions a lot of things, you know, like God being of our salvation. Mm-hmm. And I like this line, right? Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. Yeah, that's, yeah. God is always forgiving. All forgiving. He knows all your sins and he knows everyone's sins. Mm-hmm. And then again, like he understands his people's suffering. Yep. What do you like about that one, Alyssa? So the one, the part that I really liked is 
we have a very loving and merciful God, but he also wants us to fear him too, like your parent. It's like you love your parent and you respect him, but you still have that that fear for them. <laughs> and yeah. it just tells you, you know, he does want you to know that. I guess that creates that boundary too. Yeah. But when you fear God, when you're God-fearing, people look at that and say, you know, why do you fear God and blah, blah, blah? Because why would you want to worship a God that you fear? And I try to explain that, you know, I don't, of course, it's more of a respect thing, like you said, with your parents. It's more of an mm-hmm. ultimate love. That's what I mean. When I'm, I fear God. I, I love God so much. It's just, yeah, fear God. I always say fear, like what Jesus would say, like fear God, not men kind of thing. It's like, that's just how I, yeah, that's how I live exactly. my life. That's what I loved about it. Because, um, yeah, that's what I loved about it. Yeah, definitely. And all the things that Marissa said, too, were really good as well. Yep. Yeah, the Psalms are great. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. We can go on to the next yeah. one if you'd like. Matthew 28. Oh, yeah. Bink. Look at that. This is a combination right here. Oops, wrong one. <laughs> that one. Awesome. Matthew 28. The Sabbath was over, and it was about daybreak on Sunday when Mary of Magdala and the other Mary came to look at the grave. Suddenly there was a violent earthquake. An angel of the Lord descended from heaven. He came to the stone and rolled it away and set himself down on it. His face shone like lightning. His garments were white as snow. At the sight of him, the guards shook with fear and lay like the dead. The angel then addressed the women. You, he said, have nothing to fear. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has been raised again. As he said he would be. Come and see the place where he was laid, and then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has been raised from the dead and is going on before you into Galilee. There you will see him. That is what I had to tell you. They hurried away from the tomb in awe and great joy and ran to tell the disciples. Suddenly Jesus was there in their path. He gave them his greeting, and they came up and clasped his feet, falling prostrate before him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and take word to my brothers that they are to leave for Galilee. They will see me there. The women had started on their way when some of the guard went into the city and reported to the chief priest everything that had happened. After meeting with the elders and conferring together, the chief priest offered the soldiers a substantial bribe and told them to say, His disciples came by night and stole the body while we were asleep. They added, If this should reach the governor's ears, we will put the matters right with him and see that you do not suffer. So they took the money and did as they were told. This story became widely known and is current in Jewish circles to this day. The eleven disciples made their way to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to meet him. When they saw him, they fell prostrate before him, though some were doubtful. Jesus then came up and spoke to them. He said, Full authority in heaven and on earth has been committed to me. Go forth, therefore, and make all nations my disciples, baptize men everywhere in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, 
and teach them to observe all that I've commanded you and be assured I am with you always to the end of time. Amen. Amen. That was awesome. It spoke to how they, how already there people were trying to discredit Jesus right then and there. How they had mm-hmm. bribes just to discredit him as being the son of God right then and there. Bink. Exactly. Talk about some fake news. Yeah. Talk about fake news back then. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, what? Really? Even back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like that scripture. What do you like about it? Specific verse you like? Um, I like uh, the very last part. Well, all of it is good, but I really like yeah. where it says, uh, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, mm. baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Yep. Um. So I really like that part just because it's telling you, you know, you should go get baptized and baptize your, like, you should be baptized. Yeah. And baptizing your family, which I am going to be going to get baptized with lately. I just need to set a date. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, because I've never been baptized and I wanted to do it when uh, I was actually, because, you know, sometimes when you get baptized when you're a baby... But you don't really under, you don't even know what's happening. You know, you don't know why you're doing it or what's happening to your baby. Usually you're going in some water, but when you're old enough to understand what that meaning is and what that does for your faith, then it, I think it's so much more meaningful. I'm doing it for Laylee because I want to do that for her. But hopefully when she's of age, she'll want to be rebaptized because that is her faith and that's what she believes in and she wants to be reborn into God. Yep. When are you doing it? Sometime around January? I'd do it with you. That'd be awesome. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. I would yeah. totally do it with you. Yeah, I'd be down yeah, too. That'd be awesome. That. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Because I really want, I was trying to do it before her first birthday, but if it's when you guys are going to be in town, if you want to do it with me, then we can do it then too. It's, I'll wait. Yeah, I would totally be down to do it with you. If yeah. You have a place that you trust, a place to get it done. So I, with all the churches, it's kind of hard over here. A lot of them are like yeah, shut down. Exactly. That's why so I mean. it's kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> But I know I want to get back there. Like where? with all the churches, where do you go? Yeah. So that's the only struggle. So yeah. I really want to get connected into a church. But right now, this is that's why I love doing the healthy talk show and coming on here and just doing our Bible studies because it's it's so nice. It kind of gives you the feeling like you're in church. You know, you're learning, you're talking about it, the discussion, but almost a little bit more intimate because usually the pastor is just talking but you know you don't get the chance to like converse about what you just read so it's more uh personal yep yeah that's what we like about it yep that's that's ironic too because i feel like 2020 is when you're going to want to be reaffirming your faith right now like covid and (laughs) shut down like certainly honestly (laughs) perfect time to get into jesus exactly (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) If COVID doesn't do it, I don't know. Yeah, what I don't know what yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. 
this whole year it's been so crazy (laughs) yeah only jesus is keeping you company at this rate (laughs) oh yeah just lean on him during this time that's what i've been doing all year exactly i can't do it you do the keyboard thing oh there you go you have the right key professional over here all right moving on 2 corinthians 12 oh look at that professional I'm obliged to boast. It does no good, but I shall go on and tell of visions and revelations granted by the Lord. I know a Christian man who 14 years ago, whether in body or out of it, I do not know, God knows, was caught up as far as the third heaven. And I know that this same man, whether in body or out of it, I do not know, God knows, was caught up into paradise and heard words so secret that human lips may not repeat them about such a man as that I am ready to boast, but I will not boast on my own account, except of my weakness is. If I should choose to boast, it would not be the boast of a fool, for I should be speaking the truth. But I refrain because I should not like anyone to form an estimate of me which goes beyond the evidence of his own eyes and ears. And so to keep me from being unduly elated by the magnificence of such revelations, I was given a sharp physical pain which came as Satan's messenger to bruise me. This was to save me from being unduly elated. Three times I begged the Lord to rid me of it, but his answer was, My grace is all you need. Power comes to its full strength and weakness. I shall therefore prefer to find my joy and pride in the very things that are my weaknesses, and then the power of Christ will come and rest upon me. Hence I am well content for Christ's sake with weakness, contempt, persecution, hardship, and frustration. For when I am weak, I am strong. I am being very foolish but it was with it was you who drove me to it my credentials should have have come from you in no respect did i fall short of these superlative apostles even if i am a nobody the marks of a true apostle were there in the work i did among you which called for such constant fortitude and was attended by signs marvelous marvels and miracles is there anything in which you were treated worse than the other congregation except this that i never sponge upon you how unfair of me i crave forgiveness here I am preparing to pay you a third visit, and I am not going to sponge upon you. It is what I want, not your money. Parents should make provisions for their children, not children for their parents. As for me, I will gladly spend what I have for you, yes, and spend myself to the limit. If I love you overmuch, am I to be loved the less? But granted that I did not prove a burden to you, still, I was unscrupulous enough, you say, to use a trick to catch you. Who of the men I have sent to you was used by me to defraud you? I begged Titus to visit you and sent our friend with him. Did Titus defraud you? Have we not both been guided by the same spirit and followed the same course? Perhaps you think all this time we have been addressing our defense to you. No, we are speaking in God's sight. And as Christian men, our whole aim, my own dear people, is to build you up. I fear that when I come, I may perhaps find you different from what I wish you to be, and that you may find me also different from what you wish I fear I may find quarreling and jealousy, angry tempers and personal rivalries, backbiting and gossip, arrogance and general disorder. I'm afraid that when I come again, my God may humiliate me in your presence, that I may have tears to shed over many of those who have sinned in the past, and I have not repented for their unclean lives, their fornication and sensuality. Amen. That was a lot. Yeah, that was, there's a lot to that one. Yeah. So, revisiting it. 
I believe what you pointed out, my grace would be verse nine, I think. My grace is all you need. Power comes to its full strength and weakness. Yes. Yep. That's the that's the that's the big ticket one. I that one was really powerful to me because you know, sometimes you always I think as humans, we always depict our flaws all the time. And we kind of want us to just be full perfect, but no one's made perfectly. And so God's saying, just like make, like find strength out of your weaknesses and build on that, which is really great to know that even God is on our side, even with our weaknesses. Yep. All right, Marissa. Yeah, I was just saying I got like a different message from that. Okay. Because it mentions like the thorn being a messenger from Satan, so it kind of feels like life sometimes. Like you get blessings from God, but then you get like attacked by something else, and it, yeah, and just but that's how life is, right? God keeps blessing you, but then you keep facing. Yeah, but everything's Satan. a blessing from God. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. like I saw a doctor once about, and I just told her this was like what a few years ago. This is before I left my job at the government, like right before. I just told her, "What did I say to her, Marissa? What did I say? What were my exact words? You're in the room. What did I tell the doctor? I don't remember." Oh, you were talking about like suffering or something? No, or? I'm pretty sure I wasn't talking about suffering. What did I? What? How did I, I describe it? Remember? Her? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Marissa. I just remember what she said. Yeah, she thought I was depressed, so she gave me a depression questionnaire. I said, "I'm not really depressed. That's not what it is." But she explained to me because I said, "You know, I'm just sad all the time. I feel like lonely. Maybe sadness, lonely. I don't know what it was, but I'm not depressed." And she thought I was depressed, but then she told me life is suffering. She said life is suffering. Like people think that. But I don't believe that. And I don't think that's God's message to us either because everything from God's a blessing. So if you look at life as suffering, then you're just going to live in despair forever. You know, life is beautiful. It is. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, and you know what, what Marissa said about like the Satan and the thorns. Exactly. It's, like, it's those could be your weaknesses. Like, you know, Satan trying to put those weaknesses on you, but God's like giving you these blessings still to build yeah. from. Yeah. Even those painful times and the things that you can't, you feel like you can't get through, but you still are going to get through them because God is there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. God gives us strength. Mm-hmm. And everything, He gives us everything. That is glory to God. We go sure. We have Hebrews eleven next, Marissa. Oh, were we done with two Corinthians? There we are. That was the end of the chapter. Is it? What, what about the end of it? What are you the, the rest of it. That's what? Like we didn't discuss it though. Oh yeah, we can. That's why. Because I was wondering okay. about this last part. Because at line twenty, like what's it talking yeah, yeah. about? For Verse when 20? I fear that when I come, I might find you not as I wish. Do you think that might be a, okay, line 20. I fear that when I come, I may perhaps find you different from what you wish you, what I wish you to be, and that you may find me also different from what you wish. I fear I may find quarreling and jealousy, anger, tempers, and personal rivalries, backbiting, gossip, arrogance, and general disorder. 
I mean, that- that's actually a really good question about, you know what, that part kind of got me too. <laughs> that might be the, our, our Lord talking to us and that might be a direct, like that might that's, be a messenger from our Lord. That's how I kind of feel like saying that I'm going to be there and it's going to, I'm not going to be very happy about it kind of thing. So yeah. I'm be a little disappointed, but it's okay. Like if God comes down right now or yeah. Jesus second coming, yeah, starts walking around like, yeah, I'm not going to be happy with what I see. And you may not, yeah. I may not be the Jesus you pictured. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, because I mean, no one really knows what he, what he looks like. Yeah. Or we, we only know what the Bible tells tells us, and that's it. And that's all we have to exactly. go by. Yeah. So on both sides, there might be a little bit of like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, because the Bible doesn't really speak of his personality. Like it's just his preachings and his teaching, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know what kind of a person he was or what he liked to do. Or... Yeah. <laughs> and then they what killed he did him. On his spare time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Where did we move on? To Hebrews 11. Yes. Wrong button. And what is faith? Faith gives substance to our hopes and makes us certain of realities we do not see. That's beautiful right there. Hebrews 11.1. It is for their faith that men of old stand on record. By faith we perceive that the universe was fashioned by the word of God so that the visible came forth from the invisible. By faith Abel offered a sacrifice greater than Cain's. And through faith, his goodness was attested for his offerings had God's approval. And through faith, he continued to speak after his death by faith. Enoch was carried away from another life without passing through death. He was not to be found because God had taken him for it is the testimony of scripture that before he was taken, he had pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him for anyone who comes to God must believe that he exists and he rewards those who search for him by faith. Noah divinely warned about the unseen future took good heed and built an ark to save his household through his faith he put the whole world in the wrong and made good his own claim to righteousness which comes to of faith by faith abraham obeyed the call to go out to a land destined for himself and his heirs and left him home without knowing where he was to go by faith he settled as an alien in the land promised to him living in tents as did isaac and jacob who were heirs to the same promise For he was looking forward to the city with firm foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, even Sarah herself received strength to conceive, though she was past the age, because she judged that he who had promised would keep faith. And therefore, from one man and one as good as dead, there sprang descendants numerous as the stars or as the countless grains of sand on the seashore. All these persons died in faith. They were not yet in possession of things promised, but had seen them far ahead and hailed them and confessed themselves no more the strangers of or passing travelers on earth. Those who use such language show plainly that they are looking for a country of their own. If their hearts had been in the country they had left, they could have found opportunity in return. Instead, we find them longing for a better country. I mean, the heavenly one. That is why God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he has a city ready for them. 
By faith, Abraham, when the test came, offered up Isaac. He had received the promises, and yet he was on the point of offering his only son, of whom he had been told, Through the line of Isaac your descendants shall be traced. For he reckoned that God had power to even God had power even to raise from the dead. And from the dead he did, in a sense, receive him back. By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau, and spoke of things to come. By faith Jacob, as he was dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons and worshipped God, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith Joseph, at the end of his life, spoke of the departure of Israel from Egypt, and instructed them what to do with his bones. By faith, when Moses was born, his parents hid him for three months, because they saw what a fine child he was. They were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, preferring to suffer hardship with the people of God rather than enjoy the transient pleasures of sin. He considered the stigma that rests on God's anointed greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for his eyes were fixed upon the coming day of recompense. By faith, he left Egypt, and not because he feared the king's anger, for he was resolute as one who saw the invisible God. By faith, he celebrated the Passover and sprinkled the blood so that destroying angel might not touch the firstborn of Israel. By faith, they crossed the Red Sea as though it were dry land, whereas the Egyptians, when they attempted the crossing, were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled on seven successful, successive days. By faith, the prostitute Rahab escaped the doom of the unbelievers because she had given the spies a kindly welcome. Need I say more? Time is too short for me to tell you the stories of Gideon, Barak, Samson, and Jebeth, of David and Samuel, and the prophets. Through faith they overthrew kingdoms, established justice, saw God's promises fulfilled. They muzzled ravening lions, quenched the fury of fire, escaped death by the sword. Their weakness was turned to strength. They grew powerful in war. They put foreign armies to rout. Women received back their dead, raised to life. Others were tortured to death, disdaining release to win a better resurrection. Others, again, had to face cheers and flogging, even fetters and prison bars. They were stoned. They were sawn in two. They were put to the sword. They were a, a, went about dressed in skins of sheep or goats, in poverty, distress, and misery. They were too good for a world like this. They were refugees in deserts and on hills, hiding in caves and holes in the ground. These also, one and all, are commemorated for their faith, and yet they did not enter upon the promised inheritance because, with us in mind, God had made a better plan, that only in company with us should they reach their perfection. Amen. Amen. It's a lot. Yeah, that one is a bigger chapter. What do you think, Marissa? What are your notes on it? I mean, you can sum it up and just, you know, no matter what God asks you to do, just have faith. And even if you don't understand it, even if it doesn't look like things are going in the right direction, as long as you trust in God and just keep trying to follow what he wants you to do, you know, things will be okay. I agree. Like, I completely agree. Even when things are bad and super rough, you just still have to put your faith in God, no matter how bad things are. Just never question Him. Absolutely.
Oops, I hit the wrong button. My bad. I I actually I have one too. If you want to read it, Marissa. yeah. Brother Brother D actually did a podcast. He likes reading this one. Psalms ninety one. So I pulled it up really quick just before we end tonight's episode. This is feeling good. This this actually, yeah. This this is yeah. You that live in the shelter of the Most High and lodge under the shadow of the Almighty, who say the Lord is my safe retreat, my God, the fastness in which I trust, he himself will snatch you away from fowler snares or raging tempests. He will cover you with his pinions, and you shall find safety beneath his wings. You shall not fear the hunters trapped by night or the arrow that flies by day, the pestilence that stalks in darkness or the plague raging at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 close at hand, but you, it shall not touch. His truth will be your shield and your rampart. With your own eyes, you shall see all this. You shall watch the punishment of the wicked. For you, the Lord is a safe retreat. You have made the most high your refuge. No disaster shall befall you. No calamity shall come upon your home. For he has charged his angels to guard you wherever you go, to lift you on their hands for fear you should strike your foot against the stone you shall step on a sop you shall step on sop and a cobra you shall tread safely on snake and serpent because his love is set on me i will deliver him i will lift him beyond danger for he knows me by my name when he calls upon me i will answer i will be with him in time of trouble i will rescue him and bring him to honor i will satisfy him with long life to enjoy the fullness of my salvation Amen. Amen. That one's cool because it talks about the plague. The pestilence that stalks in darkness or the plague raging at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 close at hand, but you, it shall not touch. Coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you <it> feel. <laughs> yeah. I do. That one was really good. Yeah. Psalms 91. I like the emphasis he put in that too. He <laughs> made you. it more powerful. Thank you. Thank you for practicing yeah. that. Practicing. People are so afraid of the coronavirus. Like, yeah. It's not healthy to have that fear. No, they need to turn off the TV. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's brainwashing them. <laughs> yeah, it is. They need to turn it's on. not. That's not healthy. It's not. They need to turn on healthy talk show. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, that nonstop messaging <laughs> yep yeah it's everywhere you can't get away from it even when it's something talking about something so different it has nothing to do with the COVID-19 somehow they'll somehow put it in there like it has something to pertain to it exactly yeah, yeah I, I can't even watch the news anymore it's just irritating same here we 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 stopped doing our healthy talk show, or the original one, which is just covering the news because there is no news anymore. There's no, no news, so we just cover the we cover the good book. <laughs> you know, we just that's good. Stuff. Something better yeah. for people Positive. to actually listen to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People need that. Yep. I mean, with the death rate. I mean, what is it like? Is it like a one percent chance out of all of yes. it? That you'll die or three? Crazy. Something really low. More people die from the actual flu than the coronavirus. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. And now they're doing a different kind of testing 
that isn't as accurate, but oh, you'll get your test. Yeah, but, but it might be a, it might be wrong. But you'll get it yeah. faster. Exactly. It's just anything to bring those numbers up and shut our country down. So. Yep. That's what they keep doing. That's why we put mm-hmm. our faith in God and not yep. in man. Put our faith in God. Oh yeah. Yep. Because man's been lying from the beginning. That's why I follow Jesus. Yeah. That's why I follow Jesus. Yeah, that's. He said that before they crucified him. Don't follow man. They're going to follow. Don't trust man. Trust in God. Exactly. That is perfectly said. (laughs) Yep. Cool. Well, we're rolling out for the night. It was a pleasure speaking with you again, Alyssa. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Healthytalkshow.com. Those are links for the support stuff. We're ending this recording now. Love and light. Love and light. Love and light.